Welcome back, comrades. Uh, this is the College Comrades Podcast, and it is a special episode today. My name is Noah. I'm Kai. And I'm Andre. And today with us, we have Jacob. What's up, Jacob? Hey, man. How's it going? It's going good. Uh, thank you for joining us. Absolutely. You are a man of many talents, and I'm excited to hear some of your secrets. And we're going to talk to you about homeschooling. Cool. Uh, so I hope you're ready for that. Um... You can find us on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook, uh, all under the College Comrades. Uh, you guys should tweet at us because it gives us content and gives us stuff to talk about. <laughs> Facts. Um, you can sponsor us on Anchor monthly, uh, $0.99, cents, $4.99, and $9.99. You'll get two stickers out of that, um, and you'll get... Pre-order access to our new T-shirts that we have just bought. Oh, that's right. Um, I think we'll tell them next episode when they're dropping. Okay. Um, <laughs> but they will be twenty-five dollars, um, and you can expect the drop in season two. And so, and they can pre-order the shirts and just not get them early, right? Yes. Like, yes. If you see Andre, Kai, or I, or are listening from far away, you can find us on Instagram, and you can DM us. We have an email account. We have an email. You can email us as well, uh, and then we'll find a way to get your money, and then we'll put you on a pre-order list. The list um, has taken up at least half the shirts already, so... Get them uh, while you can. Yeah, get them while you can. <laughs> That's right. Uh, 25 bucks, and just message one of us or the College Comrades on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And uh, Gmail. Or Gmail, yeah, thecollegecomrades at gmail.com. Sweet. Uh, Kai, you have okay, yes. a... I, yeah, I have our Get to Know You us. question. Okay. So, the Get to Know You question for episode 15 is... Would you rather live 100 years in our future or 100 years in our past? Now, who would like to go first in answering our question? Andre? Noah's just staring at me, <laughs> so I guess I'll go first. <laughs> um, I would rather go uh, in the future. There's a couple reasons why. Um, first reason, uh, I'm really into tech, so I think it'd be cool to see what would be invented and uh also the past stuff you know we kind of already seen in books so like it doesn't matter as much well i mean it does but like it's not as interesting also like i'm assuming there's less racism in a hundred years in the future because uh there is some in the past and i do have some color to me so <laughs> <laughs> i'm not i'm not trying to get you know harassed for that That's so tough. That's my answer. <laughs> All right. I think I would go into the future as well, um, mainly for the tech. I just want to see flying cars, and I want to see if we can colonize on Mars. <laughs> Honestly. Throw back to the last yeah, episode. Check out last episode. <laughs> um, episode 14. Flying cars and... Hover skateboards. Hover skateboards. <laughs> um... Yeah. Are we VR talking, costumes? Can I can I go to the future a hundred years and then come back? Uh, well, it's it's live a hundred years in the future, so you would like oh, like the rest okay. of your life. Okay. Yeah, I would do the future. I wouldn't do the past. It seems kind of boring to me. 
offensive. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> uh, well, that makes it more awkward that I would like to live 100 years in the past. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but that's because, let's see, it's 2019. That would be 1919. We're just about to hit the roaring 20s. And let me tell you, that was a fun time. I'm so ready for that. So I would, <laughs> and I'm an, I'm a kind of old fashioned guy. Uh, and I know there wasn't a whole lot of old fashioned in the roaring twenties, but I would, you know, I would still really enjoy just the lifestyle of, of, you know, partying like all day, all like your whole life. <laughs> I don't know. I, I just think, I think, I think it'd be fun. <laughs> <laughs> then you would die in like the eighties, right? Yeah, Ideally. I I would. So you'd make it through the fifties, sixties, and Ooh, 70s. and I could I could enlist I could enlist World War Two. That'd be cool. I would do that for sure. Yeah, sadly I wouldn't make it for World War One. Hmm. <laughs> Jacob, what about you? Um, Where do you lie on this? Well, I had a question on it real quick. Do I get to like take knowledge with me back a hundred years, or do I just <clears throat> get born? Because if I could take knowledge back, I, I mean, I would probably live a hundred years. Uh, in the past, mm-hmm. just for the fact that I could like take lottery numbers with me, and then I wouldn't have to worry about that. <laughs> or, or you could found Microsoft. Right, I could do something big, but uh, maybe Apple. I don't know. But you ever um, seen Back to the Future? It doesn't work like that. Oh right, I'm not <laughs> okay. um, but if I couldn't take any knowledge with me, I'd probably go into the future because, like Noah and Andre, I'm a big fan of tech, and um, yeah, I think it's awesome. I'm excited for what if the future has. If you're going into the future, are you going from, like, like, like you were talking about the knowledge which you have now to the past. Do you have the knowledge you have now to the future? Because I feel like you'd be kind of clueless. Everyone would be like, oh, come on, man. This is, like, second this nature. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, what are you, you're struggling with this? I mean, like, you know, like, when you're trying to teach, uh, like, a grandparent how to work a phone or something like that. Yeah. Uh-huh. You know, you'll be like that, but the same age right. as everyone else. Well, also, I feel like. Uh, there's going to be so much tech that there's not really going to be people to even teach you how to use it. Like, there's going to be so so much less human interaction than there is today, you know? It'd just, it just be boring. And there's so much more human interaction in the Roaring Twenties. Please, <laughs> anyone want to join my side? Uh, in terms of leaving, leaving, like, a legacy and a name, I probably would go back to that. I think you guys convinced me. <laughs> you guys being me. Yeah. Well, Jacob as well. Jacob has some great points, okay, too. I think fair. I would that's go fair. back. I would go into the past and bring, like, I don't know. the. <laughs> I uh, read an article the other day, and it said something about, like, uh, the suitcase with wheels, like, was developed in, like, the 80s or something like that. And that is so late. Yeah. Like, it took late. them so long to figure out, oh, we can put wheels on this thing. So well, I'd bring something back, like, stupid like that. It's because after World <laughs> War II, people got lazy. And then as people get lazier and lazier, we need to find out something to make us do less work. So let's put wheels on everything. Yeah. Wheels on chairs, wheels on suitcases, on beds. Why so. do you need wheels on a bed, people? <laughs> <laughs> Originally, when I heard this question, like, uh, before, you know, I had the answer, uh, when you just told us to think about it, uh, I thought... Like, you go in the future, just see it for a little bit, and then you come back. So, like, I felt like, um, it'd be kind of weird, though. Like, cause you'd, if your name is in there in the future, you're going to see how you died. Oh. And, like, Whoa. what time or, and stuff. Wow. And then you come what back What if you're still alive because human medicine advances yeah, so far? Yeah, something like that. Dang, that'd be crazy. <laughs> well, 
<laughs> Pinky, I'm gonna I'm gonna branch off of that. It's like kind of a, a second get to know you question too, just because I'm curious. Okay. Um, would you rather know how you die or when? Whew. Um. Probably when for me, just because it'd be like, I mean, knowing how you die is obviously sets you up to to try to break a paradox, which yeah. doesn't work. So I mean. And then, then you live the rest of your life paranoid, watching out for like sharks that are on land. Mm, very valid. <laughs> yeah, I, I was thinking about it, like if you're like, oh, if I died by a train, you're never gonna go near a train. Right, and yeah. then you'd end up dying by a train anyways. Yeah, <laughs> so so it doesn't even matter. But uh, you know, knowing when I die would be uh, enough to like get a plan in my head and like a mission and figure out what's going on in my life and something like that. Wasn't there like a movie that had like numbers on their arms like how long yes. you had to die and it was their currency and they oh, could, they could buy like... things with time on their legs. oh yeah that's what it was what? time yeah, yeah. what is this wow. movie i, I, I saw it like, like once or twice it. or something like that i totally don't know what that movie is but it was such a good one the brilliant uh storytelling idea i'm gonna go watch that again <laughs> what movie is it you can watch any movie time <laughs> in time maybe <laughs> in time 2011 Read the plot synopsis. Uh, let me find it here. IMDb. I would definitely want to know when I die. What if, I mean, last thing was like said like ten days. Th- then I got ten <laughs> days. <laughs> or or seventy two hours. Shout out to episode fourteen. Yeah, yeah. Seventy two hours to live. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think I think I would. Do Jacob, it. what are you doing? If you. Would you rather know when you die? Oh, or yeah, you, you convinced me with your uh, logic there. <laughs> I definitely would prefer to choose, like, knowing when I die, just because mm-hmm. then I can uh, kind of map my life out accordingly. Or just be freaked out if I died, like, in my 30s, and I'd be like, oh, no, now I know I only have 10 more years. Yeah. Yeah. Andre, are you in the same boat? Absolutely. Well, I don't know when. And right, it was yeah. in time. That's what it was it, in time? Yeah, in yeah. time. It's Justin Timberlake. That's the main actor. Yeah. Is it on Netflix? Because Maybe. As a whole I think new they, that's what they do. Time is money. I'm not gonna spoil it. <laughs> yeah, don't spoil it. Yeah. I'm gonna watch it. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, if you cut off your arm, does that mean you die? Because it means you can't. That's like you, having you a bank account, anything. but you can't. You can't use your 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 password's always invalid. Imagine having to spend time of your life, like to like lose amount of your life in order to achieve keeping yourself alive. Like you have to spend how much time you have left to live. To buy food to keep yourself alive. Oh, you mean like that? Yeah, yeah. isn't that a weird idea? Oh. That is kind of weird. <laughs> so, with that, are we ready to go yeah. into our ad Let's break? Let's go into the ad break and then we'll, we'll come, see you later. We'll come back. Yeah. yeah. Welcome back from the ad break. Uh, this week's guest is Jacob. Um, and Jacob, on this list of things to talk about you, there, we got a lot, mm-hmm. we got a There's lot a to lot. cover. Um, you're a man of many talents. A few. Um, not that many. <laughs> as you, as we all recall, we did an episode about high school a few weeks ago. Um, yeah. Shout out episode 13. Jacob, we want to hear from you. You, when I had texted you, I had asked if you were homeschooled, and your mm-hmm. answer was? Yes, for many years. So, 
Tell us about that and briefly, obviously. I don't want this no discussion. I'm going to give you the whole thing. I don't want this to explode. <laughs> yeah, <ate> um, <laughs> did, did you listen to that episode? Huh? Have you listened to that episode? I did not, no. So I'm a little bit out. Okay. In the episode, I basically said I... They're all weird and quiet. That's I think you told me that on the drive up here. I, yeah, all awkward, weird, and quiet. I, yeah. said, I said that's the stereotype. And he said, that no, is... I don't think there are any exceptions. <laughs> There, that is the stereotype. And it's not true. The, hold on, hold on. <laughs> hold on. <laughs> we were talking in context of right out of high school. Um, I don't think that you're socially awkward. Still wrong. <laughs> and at the time of the episode, I had I didn't know that you were homeschooled. Um, really? I didn't. That's fine. So, they blend in as a regular so I've known you for how long, Noah? <laughs> I didn't know. <laughs> That's fine. Um, so tell us about homeschool life. I am, I am pretty convinced that. Oh man, say it, dude. Just say it. Here we go. I would not homeschool my kids. I don't think homeschooling is effective for putting your child into the society that we have today. Of course you're not going to homeschool your kids. Your wife will. Get out of here. (laughs) So with that being said, share with us your experience being homeschooled and if you would go back, if you would go to private school, if you would have gone to a public school, what are your thoughts on public and private school from the eyes of homeschooling? How many friends you have? Yes. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, so I started out uh, going to private school originally. I uh, did private school from uh, pre-K all the way up to third and a half grade. Um, at about halfway through third grade, we bounced out of um, out of private school and went to a sort of like co-op sort of system okay. uh, where we showed up at my local church and uh, there was like one teacher... Uh, that would sort of like walk through a lot of the lessons with us um, or each class with us. Um, and so, uh, and then I was also a part of um, Grace Academy, which was like a sort of private homeschool, like this sort of blend between private school and homeschool, um, where I do some of the work throughout the week and then go in a couple of days, so independent studies, even if you want to call it that. Um, and I mean, I enjoyed it. Um, I did a lot of. Just a lot of, uh, learned everything that I thought I needed, um, and I had a good time. I mean, so I had, I had made friends, um, up until, um, like, third and a half grade, they were private school friends, uh, and they were cool, and then when I switched over to homeschooling, I was in the co-op group, so I still had a chance to make friends, and then, um, because I know everybody's worried about that, so, so I had a chance to make friends, uh, and then I think at sixth grade or so, my mom made us, like, just full-on homeschool. So you wake up, um, you know, you eat breakfast, and then you go to the dining room table, and you start your math lesson or whatever, and you get out of a book. And uh, my mom, since she's had quite a few kids, um, she couldn't teach all of us, like, at the same time. And so we do, like, history together. Um, we did, yeah, mainly just, like, history and just all as a family. And we, I would just, like, we each have different assignments that were based on our grade level. Um, but then I did math online through a couple of different programs. Uh, science I did um, with an online sort of class, which was really cool. 
And yeah, I mean, you basically did that through the end of high school. Yeah, yeah, all the way up through the end of high school. Um, I I see a lot of kids that do sort of like a running start type program where once they turn 16, uh, their junior year, they sort of go off and do some community college classes. Uh, And I didn't ever take advantage of that. Um, So yeah, I was mostly just doing the doing the book work at home. We had a tutor for a little bit that was kind of cool, did English with me. Um, And then uh, I did. I was a part of 4-H. Are you guys familiar with 4-H at all? Yes. Uh, nope. Okay, so there's like the 4-H where um, you like raise animals, and it's like kind of a little bit weird. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, yeah. In my opinion. Uh, you know, it's cool <laughs> stuff, but, you know, you're like out on a farm and doing that kind of stuff. Um, where our 4-H was more like technical skills, if you want to call it that. So we did like speech. We did um, art classes. We did even build-your-own website classes. We did archery, which was really rad. Um, yeah, and so we just did a bunch of different events and, and classes. Ice skating was a big one. Did that every single year. And so, yeah, it gave me an opportunity to, like, hang out with other kids um, of different ages and then also just, like, learn skills, which I thought was really cool. Nice. So what I'm hearing and what I'm understanding about homeschooling. I don't like your smirk. No, no, no. I'm stop. I'm figuring it out. Okay. Homeschooling consists of more than just mom and student or dad and student sitting at a table for eight hours working out of a book. Sure. It's some, some homeschools. Right. I mean, if you're out in like Iowa, you probably are doing something like that. <laughs> if you know you're in. Right. Well, <laughs> Jacob explained more of a hybrid homeschool. Yeah, system. he was explaining how he's like involved in different activities and extracurriculars. Um, as well as going to a location with other homeschoolers. Mm-hmm. I don't know if, when I think of my definition of homeschool, I don't know if I would say that that's homeschooling. That's maybe more of like a private schooling. But then it's not through an organization, so. Hybrid homeschooling. It's like a ho- hybrid homeschooling, yeah, 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 yeah. But regardless, you are a homeschooler. Yeah, I mean, so I did school at home. Right. Uh, I, what I loved about it was the fact that, I mean, there's like the typical um, – you know, you can do homework or do schoolwork in your pajamas, which I always thought was kind of nice. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you can also, like, start your classes at any time. So there was a couple mornings when I'd get up at, like, 6 or 7 and start math and get it done in, you know, a short amount of time. And what I also liked is, you know, you do your lesson and then you do the homework right then and there. Yeah. And so it really only takes you, like, an hour to get each subject done. Huh. So instead of doing all the homework or doing all the, like, lectures and then going home, taking homework, you just – get it all done so i don't know some days only took like five six hours to get stuff done sometimes less which was super nice so it provided me more opportunities to do classes like 4-h or yeah uh even work when i was 16 so nice would you kind of wrap this subject up would you if you could if you could go back would you do homeschool again or would you do a private school or would you have gone to um, like a public high school, or even like done a high school, maybe middle school, or uh, public school, middle school, sure. or public school, high school. What would you have done if you could do it different? Um, I mean, I think what I did was was fun. Uh, I like the fact that I had the opportunity to like learn the basics uh, in private school, like learn your basic math, learn your basic English, uh, all that kind of good stuff. Yeah, and then switch over to um, the sort of hybrid, and then uh, the homeschooling with the 4-H and whatnot. Um, I really liked it because it gave me a lot of opportunities. And like I said, I could, um, I could get homework done pretty quick. And so it was all kind of based on whatever, uh, I was, I was willing to put in. 
Um, and then it allowed me to like work. There would be many days when I'd go into work at like 11 a.m. at In-N-Out, and that was kind of that. And then, like during the work week, or during the week, and it was like, wow, this is cool. Um, I can't really say whether or not I would do private school. I was always a little jealous of the kids that could do private school because like uh, I just kind of wanted to try it out, see yeah. what it was like, and be a part of that crowd. But uh, I mean, I I'm a part of public university now, so is what it is. I get that opportunity. Would you have uh, gone back and done that? <laughs> Would you have gone back and done the running start idea that you were talking about? Um, yeah, I probably would have done something like that, um, even just to get my foot in the door to classes. Yeah. Um, and they're cheaper. Like, the program that we had in Napa was, like, a dollar per class wow. instead of, like, paying the 50 or whatever per credit. So I would have saved myself a couple thousand dollars and would have moved on uh, but I'd also would, probably would not have been up in Vancouver. So it's sort of like, you know, give or take is what it is. Definitely. So, yeah. That's cool. Thank you for sharing that experience. Yeah, um, moving into college, you said that uh, you saved thousands, you could have saved thousands of dollars. Uh, where'd you go to community college at? Uh, so I went to community college in Napa, uh, Napa Valley Community College. Uh, yeah, and it was, it was a good time. <laughs> Very small campus, like 2,000 maybe. Oh, wow. Yeah, which Dang. kind of feels small. That's pretty small. <laughs> Maybe it's less. Maybe it was more like a 1,000. I don't really know. Dang. I could find numbers. I was like <laughs> just about like what, double to three times our high school, but that was it. Yeah. Dang. Yeah, yeah and it's a community college campus, so I don't know what Clark's like around here, but hey, most of it's just like people just sort of go, they get their class done, and then they leave. That's why, so I, that's why I do. <laughs> there's like no, there's yeah. There's no college life, which is fine. Like I mean, there's no dorms on campus because it's community college. Right. Kai started uh, at Clark two weeks ago. So. Uh, How do you like it? I started at Clark this two, week. Two weeks. Two. That was two weeks ago. Yeah. Wow. I have a bad memory. Um. So. You loving it? Yeah, it's really good. I've been. Yeah, calculus two is a little tougher than I anticipated, mm. but it's you know it's. Woo. <laughs> good stuff. Good times. Yeah. Um, and where are you at now? Uh, I'm currently going to Portland State University, nice. downtown Portland. How are you liking it? Tell us about it. Your uh, What's your degree? Uh, my degree is in civil engineering with a minor in business. Wow. And I love it. Uh, classes are fun. They're challenging. Uh, my engineering classes are really a pain in the butt, but um, it's all good. And I like the business classes because it kind of gives me some variety. So I usually take like one business class per term, which is kind of cool. Is the is the business class in the front of the college? Because I imagine the party's in the back. Are you funny? <laughs> <You're> funny. <laughs> yeah. So I don't even know. I don't even know with that one. So yeah, I mean it's cool. It's anyway. good. <laughs> yeah. Seriously, come on, Kai. <laughs> uh, I, I love the fact that it's such an urban campus. That's, like, super rad. So, you, I mean, you walk out of the engineering building, and you're, like, right there on the city streets. So it gives you, like, a lot of just urban feel. Nice. Living that college life. a lot to do, huh? Yeah. Yeah, yeah there's tons to do in Portland. Um, yeah, and like we talked about, we like tech. And so there's, like, those Lime scooters and Nike bikes and just, like... There's so much going on. There's an Apple store down there. I'm a huge Ooh. Apple fan. So that's kind of awesome. Um, yeah, it's good stuff. I also kind of like that the average age is a little bit higher. I think it's like uh, early, mid-20s instead of like 18, 19, 20. 
So you get just sort of like a slightly more mature audience, which nice. is cool. So people that want to be there. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Nice. You uh, you getting that new uh, iPhone? No, dude. <laughs> that thing is so expensive. <laughs> it has like three cameras. Unless I can get a deal. Why, why wow, three that was a great cameras? transition. Mine has three. Tell us, tell us about that. It does the... have three cameras. The kitchen stove, iPhone. Three cameras. No, but it's like, camera, like three in a triangle. Anyways, unless What's the you get question? a deal. Why is it a triangle? Or <laughs> look, no, Noah tried to cut me off, and that was a really good idea. So yeah, let's continue. You said with deals. That. That's tell us, tell us about the deal life. Yeah, come on. Yeah, so so when I'm not studying, uh, I like to sort of like spend my time finding deals, and uh, it sort of just kind of became a pastime, sort of a hobby for me, just because I don't know, like there's something about. Like, going to Target and finding a t-shirt for, like, a dollar and being like, wow, I got this, like, $20 shirt for a dollar. Life is so good. Like, I beat everybody else out on this. Like, that guy's wearing the $20 shirt for 20 and I got it for a dollar. So, in your face. <laughs> so, I don't know. There's something about it that's kind of fun. Yeah, sounds like a, a big deal. <laughs> oh. My One of my first impressions of you, Jacob, I... Uh, or at least when I went to your house mm-hmm. um, in Napa, I went in and your room is just covered in these miscellaneous objects like, that yeah. you have found on Amazon and other websites. Um, and then we went into your garage and there were like five drones just sitting in this yeah. bucket. And you're like, that's my bucket of drones. I did this was at like one point. Three years ago when the drones were like super popping, you know? Mm-hmm. And you're like, yeah, I got that one for like five bucks. It's normally like three hundred dollars. <laughs> I'm like, what? Oh, How did goodness. you get this? Yeah, yeah, that was kind of a fun time. That was good. Uh, there was this one point when I was. Um, this is kind of cool. Uh, you get to review Amazon products and exchange. You get to keep the product, and so. I'd have all these, like, Chinese companies that were reaching out to me saying, you know, uh, hey, we have this, like, drone or we have this, like, knockoff GoPro or even, like, charging cables for your iPhone. If you just take a couple pictures and write a review, we'll let you keep it. So it was like, okay, that sounds good to me. So it started out sort of like I was just doing phone cases and, and screen protectors, and I was sort of like I had a huge collection of screen protectors. And so yeah. I was like, hey, you need a screen protector. Here, here's, like five of them um and then it turned into like as my review ranking got better and better i mean i was like top thirty thousand in uh amazon u.s reviewers which is like decent i guess um i mean i had a couple hundred reviews going with videos on some of them and uh then i i guess it was against amazon's terms and conditions to uh they decided to change the rules and say it was against their terms to receive compensation uh, for writing reviews. And so one day my account was gone, and that was sort of just the end of it. No. <laughs> All reviews. I still get I still get uh, emails from, from people that are like, hey, can you write us a review? And I'm just like, I can't. It's, that game's over. Dang. Yeah. So that's also, uh, just a heads up, a lot of products on Amazon, um, if they have five-star reviews, I'd keep an eye on them, look at them, see what the reviews actually say. If they seem really generic, you're probably buying something that all the reviews were paid for, and so or a lot of them. So I tend to now when I shop on Amazon to be a little bit smarter. I look at the like negative reviews or the two star reviews to kind of see what people are thinking. 
so that I can have an idea whether or not this knockoff weird product is actually worth it. <laughs> Even just like phone cases and stuff. So, heads up on that. And let that be a Thanks. word to you all, comrades. <laughs> <laughs> the Another uh, deal that I had, the one that sticks out to me the most is the $7 pair of Levi's that we got. $7. We went to Levi's and we were just like fishing through the clearance rack and he if i was he's like yo what's your size and i was like uh 30 32 or something like that mm-hmm. and he he was like you wear these and he pulled held up these black pants and he was like they're like seven dollars and i was like <laughs> i should probably buy them because they're more normally like 70 yeah Man. yeah yeah that was that was when you were visiting napa right mm-hmm. yeah that's good times seven dollar levi's that's good that's it's worth it yeah there was a day like a uh, couple couple weeks ago i was riding my longboard downhill and I was going too fast, and I fell and ripped a hole in my black jeans. And, like, the next day I go to Levi's and find a pair for five bucks. And I was like, Dang. okay, they're nicer than the other ones I had. So sounds like a good trade-off to me. <laughs> What's the best deal you've ever found? Oh, dude, I don't even know. I mean, um, I liked the drones. Those were a lot of fun. Um, I liked just all the, like, free random stuff I had received. And I could give away. It got to be like it was like too much. Like I was like, I, I'm throwing this stuff away at this point. Uh, any environmentalist would be very upset with me. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I got. It just kind of. It just kind of comes and goes. I don't know what the best one is, off the top of my head. You should explain to our fellow comrades the uh, the Walmart laptop deal you were telling me about the other day. Yeah, that was that was a couple months ago. So I. Let's see. I, I, I go on this website um, called BrickSeek.com, and it tells you the inventory of products and what the price is uh, at that specific location. So you can go to Walmart um, and look at their inventory, approximate inventory, or Target or Best Buy, and they'll tell you uh, what the product is and what the current price is. And so I saw this, like, $400 laptop or more for, like, 50 bucks, and it was a quick drive away, and I decided just not to do it because... Uh, it, Walmart inventory can be a little funky, so it's like not really worth my time. But yeah, that was a good deal. You should have gotten it. I should have. I should have. Yeah. I regret it now. You need a new laptop. <laughs> yeah, I do. I definitely do. But I mean, everyone needs a new laptop. Let's be real. I could get a new laptop. Actually, Dude, I need a new great. Mine's like it's uh, last year. Last year, dang. I could use a new laptop. Then. Going going back to schooling. Um, civil engineer, yes, what, sir. what does that even mean? Like, what, what do you do? What <laughs> right. do you do with that? What's the difference between... <laughs> I don't, I don't, I can't, well, I, I mean, I you know, I know an electric, I, I take an intro to engineering class and I don't know what civil engineering is. Sure. Well, how about one of you guys, uh, you guys describe to me what you think it is. <laughs> Andre! <laughs> oh, I actually have no idea. Nice. Uh, I'll be honest with you. Okay, what about Kai? Kai, is you it, took the class, so you should you should know something, right? Oh, thanks. Is it when <laughs> you, you admitted it yourself? Okay, okay, okay. Well, I intro to engineering, but from a computer science standpoint. Oh, okay. <laughs> but if I was to venture a guess, it would either be something with architecture or like... Um, like, you know, you know how sometimes you'll go into a building and see like room capacity, yada yada. I imagine that's something a civil engineer would do. 
Yeah, it's usually code. There's, there's code reasons for that. I think it's like square footage or something has to do with with the occupancy, but huh. sure. So I wasn't super far off. Yeah, so like I like huh. to th- I like to think <laughs> <laughs> There you go. Um, I like to think that like civil engineering is like you take the word civil and it's like civilians and so it's anything you engineer things that civilians use on a day-to-day basis. And so um, whether that be like bridges or homes, that's kind of the most common, uh, so structures. There's also um, water, uh, water resources. Um, there's geotechnical engineering, which is a part of civil engineering where you go out and you just like look at rocks and, and measure dirt and all kinds of weird <laughs> stuff. You write reports about it. Um, and then there's a couple other things that they do, um, spacing at the moment, but... Yeah, I mean, it's sort of that. Does that give you an idea of what it is? So, like, I'm focusing on, um, currently focusing on structures. And so if you need a house built, um, you need a civil engineer to work on it and kind of give you plans that say that the whole thing will stand up. Um, Or if we're doing, like, big metal buildings like downtown um, or concrete buildings, usually out in... Uh, commercial areas. Rock and roll buildings. Rock and roll buildings. Well, you know, I mean, if there's a metal building, you got to have one for everything. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Don't want to show any bias. Oh, oh, so that's <clears throat> So that's what you want to do with that degree? Yeah, uh, that's kind of the goal. So we'll see if I end up with it. I got two years, so. You got it? Two years left. Two years left. Nice. I'm in the program, and classes start on Monday. So good luck. We will see how things go. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Uh, You mentioned that you've worked at In-N-Out Burger before. I did. That is the glorified burger stop of America. Why don't you tell us its dirty secrets? It is. It is. <laughs> uh, there's honestly not much bad to talk about it. It's it's a pretty good place. Um, I mean, they have the secret menu. Uh, oh, I love the secret menu. Oh, the secret menu. It's a secret that we can't talk about Dude. it. <laughs> you know about it? Oh, you know I know about it? it. Okay. Yeah. I'll, I'll, we'll talk about it afterwards. How about that? Okay. Okay, I'll tell no, you guys. I'll the, tell you all. The Kai loves, need to know. Kai loves burgers. I think you have to talk about it. Right. So, uh, can I just say one, please? Okay. Yeah, so I'll give you the chance to say one. Okay. The Flying Dutchman is the Flying I, what? I always get the Flying Dutchman. Well, what is it? You don't know what the Flying Dutchman is? Well, I do, but do the do the listeners? They have to order it to find out. Okay. So next time you're in your local In-N-Out burger, which is <laughs> nowhere around Dutchman. here. <laughs> there you go. The nearest one, I think, was Medford. Yeah, uh, Grants Pass. Grants Pass, yeah. four hundred miles. Well, you know, we have a, we south. have a few people listening in Australia and Germany, so maybe, yeah, maybe if they have, yeah, shout out to our people listening yeah, in Spain mm, yep. and England. Yep, all of you, yeah. big thanks. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> uh, so, In and Out Burger. What do you want to know about it? I mean, tell us about working about at it. Not everybody can say they worked at an In and Out Burger. Not everybody can. You're right. Because um, <laughs> they're. Because not places. everybody is working yeah. in an burger. That's fair. So um, let's see history about that. I I thought that was a good job. I didn't actually apply to that. My cousin applied for me with me sitting there because I didn't really want the job all that much. And he worked there, and so he's like, I'll get you a job. And uh, so that's how that started. And um, it was good. I mean, you start out like just cleaning the dining room, doing very basic things, um, kind of low man on the totem pole sort of stuff, taking out the garbage. And then you move up to, like, taking orders, and then there's a whole level system. So there's eight levels, uh, and then there's management. And so... I've never seen an In-N-Out Burger more than one story. 
<laughs> but you're telling me there are eight there, levels? There's parking structures on some of them. <laughs> so, oh, my goodness. <laughs> that's a lie. It's not. Um, let's see here. Where was I? <laughs> So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So employees, um, there's different levels for the employees, uh, a, the roles. <laughs> Not stories. <laughs> yeah, and you start with level one, um, and then you move your way up, and each way you get like a dollar, a quarter raise, 50 cent raise, so on and so forth. How, how much XP does it take to level up? <laughs> it, dude, XP oh. for days. <laughs> it's real. <laughs> Um, the okay. XP comes in form of uh, months, 50, 50 usually. Oh. Yeah, months that right. you're there. Uh, in, I guess, skill level. But Yeah, uh, it was cool. I mean, I, I dropped out uh, at level 5. So oh. I was I was uh, putting the ketchup and mustard on people's burgers. So I was... The cook would give me the burger. Cook's to level 6. I was training for that. But uh, right. I decided I needed something different. Your Your whole job was to put ketchup and mustard on burgers. Well, yeah, you decorate the burgers with whatever they need. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, so you, your, your shift, your, yeah, your work for that shift was, or three-hour block or four-hour block, was uh, you stand next to the cook, and he's cooking the burgers, and then he takes the burgers off the grill, and you need to have, like, the bun prepared with mm. the lettuce, the tomato, whatever on it. And uh, wow. you usually do six, you can do up to six, um, six burgers at a time per pull, and each, uh, each pull's about, uh, about a minute apart. And so you think it's not like, you'd think that you would have a lot of time. No, that's but like 10 a second and you have to get buns separated and sauced, then all the lettuce. And that's actually a lot. Yeah. Cause especially when you have people who come in there and order all kinds of things. And then not only that, but you have to wrap them, you have to pack them and have them prepared. And depending on where you're standing in the, um, in the restaurant, you actually have to deliver them to the fry guy. And so, and you have to make sure that the, like, uh, that the cook has, um, like, patties ready for the next round of burgers that are going down. And, dude, it gets to be, like, crazy. It's madness in there. It is actually it is the hardest the hardest job probably. That's at super cool, though. Yeah, but it was it was a good time. I still, like, when, we, when Noah and I were there, uh, like, a week ago, I was thinking, dude, it would be so nice to just put on my outfit again, uniform, <laughs> and just kind of go back there Run and back. work <laughs> it for a day and just kind of be done with it, you know? <laughs> So, relive and, the glory days. Yeah, I mean, it's good times, right? I mean, you get free burgers, too, while you're working, so that was oh, kind of nice. You get a burger a day. and so, Yeah, I mean, I ate burgers for nearly four years. <laughs> like, four days so a week. You worked there for four years? Nearly four, like three and three and three quarters or something. Yeah, wow, I don't oh. think I've ever heard of somebody working in fast food for that long. Bro, <laughs> it, like, it doesn't feel like you fast food. You only got to level five. Yeah, only level oh, five. I know, I know. Yeah, I was. You leveled up once a year. I was a slow mover. Yeah, the first raise was like three months. The next raise after that, I think, usually is like six, and then it kind of just works its way up from there. And so, unless you work at a new store, you're gonna be pushed up, kind of. Or the secret is you just tell them you want to be a manager, and then you get pushed up pretty quick. There you go. Yeah, it's the dirty secret right there. Dang. Uh, finally, we got a dirty secret from there. It was. Uh, Exposed. <laughs> in and out exposed. <laughs> Where else have you worked in your life? Yes, tell um, us the ins and outs of your employment. This the guy. ins and outs. <laughs> <laughs> so, let's see here. Wow, you're on fire today. Thank you. This going. Um, and you throw me for a loop every single time. <laughs> I, like, I catch it, and then I'm just kind of like, I don't know how to bounce back from that. Uh, yeah. 
Um, let's see. So after that job, uh, I went to work at a organic juice bar and grocery store, which was kind of cool. So I went from like cooking fast food burgers to making like healthy smoothies and green juices. So you lost all the weight you put on with those burgers. That was it right there. Uh, all five pounds. If that. <laughs> um, and it was honestly super bomb. Like I got to make green juices, which was cool. I got to get into that whole fad um, and found them to just like be delicious and to be healthy. And I probably like, I probably felt the best ever. Like when I was working that job, cause I was just drinking green juice like all day long. Man. <laughs> yeah. You guys ever had green juices? I don't think so. Kale, kiwi, mint. Good stuff. That sounds good. It does yeah. sound good. Yeah. I could go for that right now. I have like kale and Ooh, like put, put in just a little bit of vanilla. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, it's, they're good. I mean, especially when you put like, yeah, some apple or whatever to sweeten it up a little bit. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, so you've worked some pretty crazy jobs and now you are self-employed with your own <laughs> business. Sure, uh, <laughs> if you want to call it that. Um, Tell us about that. Yeah, so during the juice bar days, um, I was, uh, and during my uh, community college days, I had, um, let's see, my sister had a really cool leather keychain, and I thought it was like, that is so awesome, but I don't really just like want to go out and buy it, because it doesn't have the same character that it would have if I just kind of made it, and so... I went to the local leather shop, um, leather warehouse, and um, I walked in and I said, I want some leather. And they said, okay, we'll go look in the bin. And so I went to the bin and bought my first scrap of leather, and then I uh, cut this very um, non-straight keychain. It was just like <laughs> it's supposed to be a loop keychain, and it ended up just like, I mean, it's it's right here, right? So listeners can't see that, but it was supposed to be it. it was supposed to be a loop. <laughs> That's, like, not quite big enough for your hand to slip through, um, yeah. but it's just sort of there to, like, kind of throw around your finger or whatever. It's a baby lanyard. And, dude, I was, like, hyped about it. I was like, this is my first keychain. Are you kidding me? And then <laughs> um, I put the leather away, and then a couple weeks later, my buddy asked me to uh, modify his laptop, like, little sleeve, uh, so he could put a pen in it. And so I was like, yeah, let's do that. So then we put a pen loop in it. And I assume it was a leather laptop sleeve. It was actually uh, like a felt laptop sleeve, oh. um, and then after, <laughs> yeah, it's like Andres, and then um, you put a leather thing on it. Yeah, so we just took some rivets, like little uh, metal studs, okay. and then uh, some leather, and attach it to the outside, and then he could put his little like surface pen in it or whatever, or regular pen, so he could have a pen for class. And it was like, this is cool. So yeah, then he had a little leather thing, and then. I was, like, trying to figure out what to do next with the leather, so I just kind of kept it handy. And uh, then one Christmas, um, I was looking to make a gift, for, like, get a gift for somebody, and I was like, oh, I could just, like, make them, like, a notebook. And so then I made my first notebook, and that Christmas I got a sewing kit, and that was awesome because that allowed me to, like, go from just, like, making very simple products to making things that were a bit more complex. And so... Then I started making notebooks, and, and Bible covers came, and wallets, and uh, now I just sort of do that. Stuff's on Etsy, and that's kind of how it is. Man. Nice. Yeah. It's that's good dope. Yeah, so get... you got Bible covers, you got wallets, you got, I forget the rest. Like notebooks. <laughs> notebooks and stuff. Yeah, keychains if you want those. 
do you do requests or is it just what's on the Etsy site? Uh, yeah, so most of the products that I've made have come from people's requests. And so somebody's like, hey, can you make me like, can you add this to a Bible cover? And I'm like, yeah, sure. Let me go ahead and do that. And so then I make it and then it ends up like turning out to look kind of cool. And so <laughs> then I uh, have I pictures of it, right? I have pictures there. So yeah. then I'm like, cool, this will become a product. And I just make a price for it. And <laughs> there it goes. And so it's good. Like the first Bible covers I made were just like very simple, like two sleeves and uh, you just throw the Bible in it. And then somebody was like, can you add handles? Can you add like an eyeglass case for the front? And Ooh. I thought, ooh, this is going to be, it's it's gonna gonna be tricky. Yeah. And it took me probably like 15 or 20 hours to make the dumb thing. But um, once I did it, I was like, this is, this is cool. This is the epitome of my career. <laughs> right. This is, this is where it all, you know. Yeah. Uh, it all is. And so then, and that actually has become probably the most popular product that I sell. And so the Bible um, covers, the Bible covers. Yes. Um, and the one with handles is, is, oh, okay. is pretty up there as well. <laughs> so people just like to carry it around like that. So it's cool. I've sold it to like all different people, like all over the U S most of them from the East coast actually. But, wow. Dang. Yeah. It's weird. You post on Etsy and people just start buying stuff and it's like, this is weird. <laughs> I mean, I don't get, like, a bunch of sales every month. It's just sort of to keep myself uh, kind of going and give me some creative outlet. Um, yeah, so that's cool. I enjoy it. Um, you make good profit? Uh, yeah, I mean, there's money to be made in it. I, I don't charge enough, I don't think, um, but I'm still kind For of, labor hours? Yeah, I'm kind of still working through it, so, um, Yeah. You see a lot of companies that are making some really cool stuff, and so I, I hope to be up there in that level one day. But for now, I'm just sort of like making stuff, just having a good time while I do it, and so I'm just getting better at it. I have a dream one day, actually, of like uh, settling down in like some small town and like being the shoe cobbler or something, and just like <laughs> or, or or something like that with like a leather leather guy, like leather restorer or whatever, and just making like belts and fixing people's shoes for them and being like. He's the guy you go to, and, like, that's kind of that. And then having, like, maybe even my kids do it, and sort of, like, having this multi-generational, like, going back to the craft, like, the way things were. Instead of, like, this kind of quick, fast, like, like websites and, and graphic design. It's all cool stuff, but there's something about that, like, old craft that I just really love. And so that's also something that just draws me into it. That's what's um, up. Dang. Yeah, why not? I like it. <laughs> I'm I'm looking at your website right now, and there's. Uh, Are you on the Etsy or the actual website? The actual website. Your actual. Oh website. yeah, I did throw a website together. This is dope. Like these are professional photos. Like, it looks like it's been a minute, so I'm gonna um, pull up on my phone. <laughs> like, there's this photo of your. Let me pull it up too. Of your headphones on a tree. Ooh, Looking yeah. at the Golden Gate Bridge. Ooh, like, these fresh. Are, these are professional photos. You ever think yeah. about being a photographer? Professional. I, I actually am looking to buy a camera so I can get some better shots. No way. That's dope. Because wow. a lot of them are just taken with the phone, which is... Our phones are amazing, dude. Yeah. The fact that we have, like, these things in our pocket that can do so much, especially that new iPhone, you know? <laughs> fresh. The three camera lenses. Yeah, so fresh. If two of them go bad, you can just use the last one. <laughs> You're not lying. Mine has four. <laughs> four? Dude, what phone do you have? The S10 Plus. Oh, jeez. Android. Oh. Um, Come at me like that. <laughs> why you that? What? We'll, um, we'll end out the episode with this, unless Andre and Kai have any other questions. Um. 
what do you have to say to anyone that's trying to start like their business, like their craft business? Like if somebody wanted to make like uh, like necklaces or chokers or something, like what's your recommendation to them? Um, I say just kind of go for it. Like just just try to make something and then see what kind of comes of it. And I threw stuff on Etsy just to see like if anybody would buy it because Etsy is sort of like a handmade, homemade sort of like marketplace. Um, and so I figured somebody will probably at least see this. And, um, yeah, I would just advise you just to kind of, kind of go for it. And I mean, unless you're really like set on the idea that it's going to make you millions, I probably would not quit your day job and just kind of let it be, (laughs) let it be a hobby. And, uh, there was a, a moment of time when I, I wanted to turn it into a full business and, uh, I like had quit my regular job because I was like in between things. Um, and, I had, like, a month where I was like, okay, I'm going to go ahead and just try to, like, make this a thing. And it didn't really pan out as well as I thought it was because it was a lot more it was a lot more work than I wanted it to be. And it was also, like, uh, just it, – it turned the, the, the leather crafting from a, like, a want to to a have to. And so um, if that's what you really want, like, go for it. But I like the fact that leather crafting is just a hobby because it's – it, it it allows me to just be more free with it and not depend on it as much. Um, yeah. So that was sort of my advice on that. I like it. White yeah. words. Nice Andre, words. Kai, you have anything else for Jacob? Uh, what's your question? favorite color? Uh, I like the color blue. I think it's awesome. That's all. Andre? I have nothing else. <laughs> All right. Um, Jacob, how can people buy these awesome products? Ah, yes. Sure. Um, so you can go to my Etsy uh, page. You would go Google Etsy and then Rakeup Jollins Leather Goods. That's R-A-C-O-B-J-O-L-L-I-N-S. Leather Goods. Nice. Uh, and so Google, or you could just type in rjlg.us, um, and that will take you to my main page, main Ooh. web page. Um, and you can also find me on Instagram at Jacob Johns Leather Goods. So I'll that's kind you. of the good good. I'll tag you. What's there we the, go. What's <laughs> the best way to get a custom product? Uh, best way probably reach me through um, Instagram or via um, yeah or maybe an email. Okay, something cool. like that. So I <laughs> yeah. love making fun stuff, like fun creative stuff. So if you got something, I'll give it a go. Wow. Right. Yeah, definitely uh, check out his products. He made me a Bible cover, uh, custom made, and it was dope. It still is dope. Um, and check out his website because these things look super awesome, um, super so professional. Fresh. So fresh. Um, I think that's all we have, guys. That's, that's it. it. This right. is well. the the last full size episode of yeah, that's season right. one. Yeah, uh, tune in next week for um, the season closer. Farewell. Where we will <laughs> review uh, what our thoughts on the season, and we've got some other things in store. So, uh, Jacob, thank you for coming. Absolutely. Um, Thanks for having me. This was super fun, super insightful. Uh, we are the College Comrades, and we will see you guys next time. Bye-bye.